What's up, Dirty Benches? I'm JD. And I'm Patty Popcorn. And we are the host of the Old Dirty Benches podcast. If you came here to listen to two women shoot the shit and talk about stuff we are not qualified to talk about, then you're at the right podcast. On ODB, we talk about white-collar crime, which costs the country upwards of 300 to $600 billion every year. Unacceptable. White-collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Occasionally, we may sprinkle a movie review in. Our theme song is performed by Good Co. You can find them on YouTube, and don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave us a review anywhere you stream your podcasts. So gives us a listen. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. Um, I seen you looking outside the window where our <laughs> podcasting happens. How you feeling? Uh, very sad. Dreary. Sorry. I want to go back to bed. It is dark outside. Maybe I will. You don't know. You don't know what I'm going to do after that. <laughs> Not <it's>, a lot. <laughs> I would say it's supposed to rain all day today, too. I know. It's supposed to be nicer tomorrow, but... I know. It just... Days like this really bring me down. I, don't I know. hear ya. I don't know. I'm with Why, you on God? that. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm ready for the summer already. So. Same. I'm ready for spring. In happier news, we have begun planning our Europe trip in earnest. Ooh, and okay. a plane ticket over has been purchased. I'm assuming that you paid for the ticket. Did you get your first class? No, I did not. Oh, okay. And here's why. It was going to cost $7,000. Oh, One way. Shit. For two people to go first class. And I can't can't justify that. Yeah. So we're going like premium economy, which that's fine. Okay. I mean... Thanks for bringing that up. Though. You're back with JD. <laughs> no, that's economy. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is the one behind. True. Business. Yeah, class you're not lying. I would have been back by the bathroom, smelling everybody's shit yeah, as they're coming out. That's. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. We couldn't, and that still wasn't cheap either. But, uh, yeah. At least we're on track and i'm excited that's cool forward to you uh this is old dirty benches by the way oh yeah dang we keep forgetting to do that i know jd here (laughs) i have doctorate yep i have with me uh patty popcorn (laughs) patricia palomitas popcorn pepsi pasta (laughs) (laughs) parfait a parfait (laughs) you added another one uh so we are going to do a white collar crime episode hey julie (laughs) <laughs> yeah, hi, hi, Julie. She likes the shout outs. I, I'm. I would like Julie hearing my Thompson name too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did before we got started into who we're going to talk about. I did want to do a little bit of house crafting, bringing that term back. Time for even some I crafts. What it was. We have an update about the Chrisleys. We do, and yes. also 
Elizabeth Holmes. Yes. I want to make a correction. I had said that they were reporting separately, the husband-wife duo. However, they reported on the same day right, to, to their respective places. prisons. And they are now there. They've been there for a couple days. I did read that... Uh, They're already getting released. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't it surprise me true. if it happened. I know. Same. So, uh, Julie reportedly, for her first meal... I believe ate a cheesesteak the first day that she was I also there. saw the same article. That is so <laughs> We must be on the same <laughs> algorithm. But she's in like some kind of a medical facility. Yeah. I, I don't know if she's still there or not uh, because I, I believe that they thought maybe she had symptoms that could be cancer. But from what I understand, though, it's not. Okay. So I don't know if that's going to change or not. But yeah, that. That's the latest. Oh, I did not know that part. With femme. So, mm. and then, would you like to say the- Well, did you hear, I don't know if we're talking about the same thing, but I just saw something come through my feed, I think it was yesterday, that they found out that she had bought a one-way ticket to Mexico. Oh, yes, I did see that. And they're, oh, but she didn't go, so. She's not a flight like, risk. What? Wow. But I'm the one that gets extra screening, so <laughs> that's good. Something else that's coming out of Mexico right now is eggs. It's also coming out of Mexico. <laughs> I thought you said AIDS. No. Egg. <laughs> that word was egg, egg. everyone. <laughs> People because are going down there. It's freaking crazy how much eggs are here. Well, you know why the price is so high and there's a shortage, right? Uh, anyone? Well, anyone? It's. I've heard a few things. Bueller? <laughs> Go ahead. Oh my God, are you dying? <laughs> um, because of avian flu, but then I heard that basically uh, the there's like a monopoly on eggs, and they oh, that's true. They weren't paying the egg people the price that they wanted to. Oh, that's also true. Because I have uh, watched so a couple go. documentaries on how they, of course, <laughs> what raise the egg. their eggs to grow their eggs and uh the growers want more money but i did read from several sources reputable sources that they had an outbreak of bird flu so. avian flu yeah. yeah so uh that's causing it's like a perfect storm mm -hmm. did you ever think that you would live in such historic times i sure did no i nope. remember when Life was boring, and yeah. I really miss it. 2019, <laughs> I was living in my bubble. Everything was, well, I don't want to say everything was great because the orange dude was it's been kind of shitty from 16 on, but we won't go there. <laughs> but I, you know, I was still chugging along, doing my normal routine. Singing a song. Yep. <laughs> and then, boom. And then. You can't leave your house. Uh, Daytime pajamas, nighttime pajamas. Stranger things started happening. I was in the I won't down. live in fear. I won't wear a mask. <laughs> Good God. It's been one fucking thing after another. And then I also read about how they've found a lot of COVID in bathrooms. Oh, I can imagine. Airplanes. You know how many times recently I have gone to a public bathroom and watched people use it and then not wash their hands? Gross. Disgusting. I was like, so Ugh. when I do go on a plane, I'm. I think that just might be my normal way of life now, just to wear a mask on a plane. Just oh, because. I always do. I 
I mean, me too, but I mean, ever since. And I also... Standard operating procedure. Blah, blah, blah for me. Standard operating procedure for JD has been mask and also sani wipes. I wipe down my chair when I get on the plane mm-hmm. now. Uh, my seatbelt, like all that stuff. And then people are... F- Bleeping gross. And then this is a trigger warning for my sister. When we went into <laughs> <Turn it down. laughs> the movie theater the other day, uh, I Did you found popcorn in my seat. And you ate it. No. Okay. I looked at my spouse. I know. Uh, I thought about it, but restrained myself because I thought this somebody's could have fallen butt- out of someone's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> But I looked at him and I was like, well, they're no longer cleaning the seats because this popcorn is just sitting here. Yeah. So, yeah, just just be cautious out there, And folks. clean up after yourself, you pigs. Yeah, man. Come on. For, for sure. For shizzle. For shizzle. <laughs> All right. All right. First thing that I would like to say before we start this white collar crime episode is... The only thing I'm guilty of is being shamazing. Uh oh. That's a big tell, everyone, mm-hmm. who we're doing. And I've got to say, my opinion was never great about this person, and it's just gotten worse the more oh, I read. Man. So we're going to be talking about Jen Shaw, who's part of the desperate. Real Housewives. <laughs> the Desperate Housewives of Salt Lake City. Whatever city they're in for that season. Yeah, uh, she's I, Salt Lake. Yes, she is Salt Lake City. I went out to go watch like a couple YouTube videos and she's kind of... Horrible? Uh, yeah. She really is. I was watching some of them and first off, I I can't watch that show. And we've talked about this before. I'm not really a reality TV person, mm-hmm. but um, it's just... It's too much. I was watching it and I was like, Well, no. I mean, we all know it's not real for one thing, but I do occasionally have them on in the background. I'm not like sitting there fo- fully focused. I'm usually <laughs> like the scrolling screen. on my TikTok or whatever, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. sending it to JD, <laughs> like laughing. Look at this one. <laughs> Sometimes I just feel bad about myself watching this bullshit. So then I'm like, no, I don't need this in my life. So much drama and unneeded garbage on that show. But I think what I really take away from her specifically is this person has never once apologized for their bad behavior. Oh, no, no, no. And and she's capitalized. She's capitalized on it. Yeah. So it's just like. You're gross. Some of the videos I watched were literally after she had gotten in trouble, like charged and arrested. And then the way she's talking about it. it Eh. Like I seen one video where she talked about after they arrested her, they took her wherever to um, like do the paperwork and they sat her down and she was like still acting as snobby as she could, uh, separating herself and othering the other people that were also handcuffed and there for whatever reason. We don't know. And she was like, I'm not going to sit with them. This is what she's telling the agents who came in and arrested her. She goes, I'm not one of them. They're guilty. Mm -hmm. I'm not. So she literally told them that she was going to go sit in the jury box wherever she was at because she did not want to be placed with the other individuals that were yeah, there. Yeah, that's her attitude, though. Like, I'm better than you. I was like, lady, 
Everybody's innocent until proven guilty, number one. And you're also there for a reason. So let's not act all high and mighty at this point. But that's just how she is. She's gross. Oh, man. Even before, though, she's just gross. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to try to hold in my negativity against her. But she's awful, okay? I think we can all agree. (laughs) I feel bad for her husband. I did. He uh, seems nice. Oh, yeah. Coach Shaw. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did come up with a new word for this episode that I want to drop on you right now. Okay. So some of her behavior was not looked at as amazing, but instead crim amazing. <laughs> but I Well, you're kind of missing the point that she puts Shaw. <laughs> That's why I did it. <laughs> Shaw amazing. So it would be like Crim Shaw. oh my god that's so funny i worked hard on that this week patty i'm sorry give me my dude damn it i know if caddy were here she would be (laughs) all in whatever bitch okay you bitch (laughs) oh god so let's talk about this person. Yes. So as you mentioned, Jen Shaw was on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And she was recognized as an over-the-top personality whose uh, volatile outbursts, flamboyant fashion sense, and sassy comebackers provided plenty of drama on the show. She's been known to throw glasses as part of their feuds. With almost every single one of the cast Those members. Those are drink glasses, by the way, not yeah. like eyeglasses. No, drink glasses. She just basically has like a toddler tantrum. Yes. And she's a grown-ass woman. That's okay. what I watched on some of these uh, YouTube videos. I mean, her husband's like a saint. I'd be like, bitch, I'm done. I, you wear me out. Ugh. Yeah, I, I know some of that is like, Par scripted and it's for the cameras, but why? I don't know why you would want your brand to be that. I just was, yeah. So, memorably, uh, one of our co stars, Meredith Marks' college age son, Brooks, Mm -hmm. that was. I love him. Okay. I'm not familiar. So, uh, her quick timber. He is amazing. And Meredith, too. I like her. Okay. I mean, from the show. The I show. don't know them. But. Okay, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> How they are portrayed on the show, I enjoy them. I guess she kind of unleashed on him at one point, so. Yeah, she was, like, doing mean tweets about him and his sexuality or some shit. Mm. Yeah. Which I'm not surprised because, you know, it's her, but. Yeah, I mean. Most That's people... when I was like, this person is gross. I don't like her. I mean, I didn't like her little tantrums anyway. Mm-hmm. But then when you find out the shit that she's now pled guilty to. Oh, yeah. So it's not even alleged. No. She fucking did it. Is yeah. she's? I'm not surprised, and it's disgusting, and she should go to prison. Yes, I actually agree with everything you just said. Oh, my God. So she's married to her college sweetheart, Sharif Coach Shaw. Mm-hmm. He's the special teams coordinator and cornerbacks coach at the University of Utah with whom she has two sons. She's been married to him for like 27 years, I, I was reading. And his 
this the husband and the sons seem lovely. Oh, one hundred percent. They really do, and they're adorable. Yeah. I seen the picture of them. I was like, oh, they're so cute. Yeah. Um. So I'm Sharif. Like, uh, I feel bad for them. For one thing, I mean, it is their mom, the kids. Yes. And you are gonna miss your mom if she goes to prison. Oh yeah. They wrote letters to the judge, you know, as they were prosecuting her, basically saying or asking for leniency for their mom. Like, everybody makes mistakes is kind of how their letter went, but please exercise. But then maybe she should not be acting how she's fucking acting all the time. (laughs) Like, literally. Yes. I, yeah. Not one ounce of remorse for anything way before this shit came up. Mm -hmm. Never. I've never once seen her authentically apologize unless it was like uh she was gonna get something out of it yeah 100 percent uh the one i was the sons... judge i'd be like where's that book i'm throwing it at you <laughs> <laughs> honestly i think she's lucky she didn't get more time for a hundred percent because uh Whereas the previous reality stars that we talked about were doing like mortgage and tax fraud, she was literally victimizing like elderly mm-hmm. and then selling um, their profiles essentially to like other people to profit fraudulently off of. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, living off of those funds, kind of like a like a Ponzi scheme. Right. Sort of thing. But Yeah. She's to me, her level of crimes is worse than the others. And then, of course, like you said... Way more victims. Her behavior afterwards has been really gross. Yeah, so. for sure. Uh, so Sharif Jr., I guess he's been studying at the Utah uh, State University and has been pursuing a Bachelor's of Science degree in Kenya's... Kine- I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just shorten it. Kinesthetics and exercise science at the University of Utah. It's like sports medicine. Sorry. Yeah, sports okay. medicine. Yeah. He also took courses in pre med studies. Yeah. So, so he's a smart cookie. Mm-hmm. And he worked as an undergraduate research assistant between December 2017 and June 2019. And he's been a student athlete and youth football coach during oh. this time. So, so he's, he's he takes after his dad. Yes. Thank God. Very much, like, smart, um, proactive. He obviously has some goals, you know, that kind of thing. So, He's not like, I'm shamazing. <laughs> I'm going to throw a glass at you. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't, neither one of her sons with Coach Shaw seem to be like that. They're, right. They're you know, down into earth. school. Like yes, him, correct. The, the dad. I think the other son is still in high school, I believe, is what I read. So on the show, Shaw had initially positioned herself as sort of like a dark horse and often talked about how her experiences growing up in Hawaii being predominantly uh, white and then, of course, being out in the Mormon community of Salt Lake City had affected her. And then she often during the show, like, revisit those feelings and then the mourning and the death of her father. And then, of course, her friendship with the other cast members on that series. So that particular Utah season really relies on the Mormon and religion aspects for that particular group. And Shaw talks about her conversion from Mormonism to Islam following the marriage between her and Coach Shaw 
and then the historical mistreatment of black people in the Mormon church. So I did watch a trailer for that season and thought, good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. Good Lord. It's not amazing. (laughs) That'll be our title for this one. Yeah, I <laughs> not so amazing. I was like, I don't see myself ever watching this uh, because it, it seemed to me like the ladies were talking about how they were Mormon, but none of them seemed to be practicing the, the religion or faith. I think only one is like honestly practicing. <sighs> but yeah, I'm, I'm not a, that's Shaw, not why you watch it. Okay? Definitely not practicing. I don't even know if she's practicing the Islam faith from what I saw, but she's practicing. I'm amazing. <laughs> and also, I would like to put this out there, ladies. Can we stop with ladies. all the corrective surgery? Oh, my God, dude. It's out of hand. And the Botox. It's out of hand. We all, like, people start are starting to look like Janice from The Muppet Show. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> they nailed it. <laughs> Oh, I've lost JD, everyone. I mean, killed her. <laughs> first off, that was a good example of what's happening out there. It is. But they nailed it. Literally, when I was watching this trailer, I felt like their lips. Enough. It's too much. Yeah, your lips shouldn't look like they need to be tethered by a you rope. You don't need to look like a betta fish. Okay. <laughs> It's weird. Looking. Can we just embrace like the aging process? I, no. I mean, there's some parts of it where I, I totally see. You know, like there's some beauty regimens that we follow, like our eyebrows or our eyelashes or whatever. But I don't understand all of the fillings and the implant, cheek implants. You know, I now just, the thing is to get this fat sucked out right here. What's it called? Buccal fat. I don't know. But so I, it makes your cheekbones really stand out. Can we make a pact to appreciate <laughs> our wrinkles? They're there for a reason. Exactly. It means you smiled. M- smiled. Maybe you had a sad experience and cried a little bit. But it means that you've imparted some sort of wisdom in your life. And it's okay. We don't need to feel like... We're stuck in our 20-year-old selves. Yeah, it's creepy. As we're getting into our 50s and 60s, and now we look, as you said, like a Muppet. <laughs> like Janice <laughs> from The Muppet Show. <laughs> Google it, young people. I mean, I, I've got the, I have the soft belly. I've got the pouch going on now. I periodically pee on myself. <laughs> when I laugh too hard, I sneeze. Right. Maybe just Thanks, because childbirth. I crack a smile. Yes. <laughs> I'm a mom. Sneeze. It happens. Cough. You know what I mean? Yep. But I would rather embrace it than try to... Look like Janice Thank from you. the Muppets. Yes. All right. Thank you for that PSA. Yes. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> oh, I'm getting my facelift. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm getting my lip injections next week. Oh, God. Don't come and see me. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the reality star had previously stirred up some curiosity regarding her line of work. Yeah, number one, being evasive. Yes, especially after her explosive debut in the first season of the show. Shaw had showed off a lavish lifestyle. complete they all with, do. Oh, yeah, multiple. She had, like, multiple assistants who she dubbed the Shaw Squad, mm-hmm. I guess. 
And then in the third episode of season one, a whopping eight assistants appeared on camera just to help her get ready for a party. One of Shaw's assistants, Stuart Smith, put mm-hmm. a pin in that na- that name there, appeared multiple times on the show. Yep. That was her bestie. Oh, yeah. Total besties in everything. Every sort of the Until. Way. Nope. The police come knocking. <laughs> no, they're Shaw amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so Shaw was the CEO of several companies during some Q&A with Andy Cohen, who is the creator. I've met of the him, show. by the way. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So Shaw stated the following, and I quote, people are always like, wait, what do you do? <laughs> I do. And I say none of your business. <laughs> and throw a glass at him. Mm-hmm. I do so many things because I've invested in a lot of other businesses and verticals outside of e-commerce. But basically, in a nutshell, I help. I do customer acquisition, online and offline marketing, and really my niche is monetization. So we take a customer and help you monetize that customer through like a proprietary 52-week remaking cycle when a company pays X amount of dollars that cost for acquisition to purchase a customer. Once you have that customer, they're valuable. So finding out the different behaviors, what they're looking for, what they want to buy, what's going to add value, we build out whole remarketing cycles for your customer database. Right, she sells her fucking information to other people. End quote. That's what she does. Yeah, but I like how she used that verbiage to explain her fraudulent crime business. Yep. That Mm -hmm. sells elderly people's information so other people can prey on them exactly that wouldn't sound as amazing (laughs) (laughs) when you're sitting down with uh one of the persons financing your crazy lifestyle and your yeah eight assistants which again he says like if you have secrets don't come on a reality show yes he constantly says that so according to prosecutors though shah was one of the masterminds of a telemarketing scheme, often coaching staff on how to conduct their fraudulent operations. So she ran her shady hustle in five states, New York, New Jersey, Arizona, Nevada, and Utah. So U.S. Attorney Damian Williams said the following, Jennifer Shaw was a key participant in a nationwide scheme that targeted elderly and vulnerable victims. Which anyone over 55 is considered elderly and that made me laugh because that's me (laughs) so be nice to me everyone i'm elderly elderly you get to go into trader joe's or i might break a hip i might you don't know so (laughs) i do i don't go to trader joe's but maybe i will It's, it's great okay These victims were sold false promises of financial security, but instead Shaw and her co-conspirators defrauded them out of their savings and left them with nothing to show for it. This office is committed to rooting out these schemes, whatever form they take. Mm -hmm. So from 2012 until March 2021, Jennifer Shaw, together with others collectively called the participants, carried out a wide-ranging telemarketing scheme that defrauded hundreds of victims throughout the United States, many of whom were over, like you had said. Elderly. Yes. Over 55. (laughs) By selling (laughs) those victims so-called business services in connection with the victims' perpeted online businesses. 
Um, and that business was called the Business Opportunity Scheme. That's what they had titled it at her uh, great company. Okay. So in order to perpetrate the Business Opportunity Scheme, again, the participants, including Shaw, engaged in a widespread coordinated effort to traffic in list of potential victims or what they called leads. Right. Many of whom had previously made an in- initial investment to create an online business with other participants in the scheme. So like you had mentioned, they're creating profiles on people and who had invested and selling them. So Shaw, among other things, sold leads to other participants for use by their telemarketing sales floor with the knowledge that individuals they had identified as leads would be defrauded by the other participants, including by lying to victims about how much they would earn after purchasing the business services and the purported success of others who had purchased the services. So AKA, this is a Ponzi scheme, essentially. And the more vulnerable or naive you were as a victim, the more profitable you were deemed to be. So Shaw received a profit or a share of the fraudulent revenue per the terms of their agreement amongst the participants. Shaw often controlled each aspect of the frauds perpetrated by other participants on the individuals they had identified by, among other things, determining which coaching sales floor could buy leads from them selecting the downstream sales floor to which the coaching sales floor was permitted to pass the leads and choosing the firms to provide fulfillment services that is documents and records purporting to demonstrate that the services the participants claimed to provide to those victims were actual and legitimate she also set how much the downstream sales floors could charge and determining which products each of the downstream sales floors could sell. And then she got a cut. She controlled basically all of it. So, But she didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so Shaw had call centers based in New Jersey and New York, including Manhattan. She's got, like, these different businesses all over the place, but call centers specifically in certain areas. So in approximately 2017, Shaw began operating the Manhattan-based sales floor that sold downstream business opportunity products to victims on the lead list provided by the defendant as part of the business opportunity scheme. Between 2018 and 2020, Shaw controlled the day-to-day operations of the Manhattan sales floor. Remember, she doesn't know what's going on, according to Right, her. no. I Even though no she tells, idea. like, who gets the names, how much they can sell them, what they can sell them. Mm-hmm. She didn't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, she has no Makes idea. Makes sense. I can see why she pled guilty. <laughs> Among other things, Shaw, with other participants, moved uh, certain operations for the Manhattan sales floor to Kosovo to avoid (laughs) law enforcement and regulatory scrutiny, scrutiny, but she has no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. The salespeople at the Manhattan sales floor engaged in the same fraudulent sales practices as other telemarketing floors in the business opportunities scheme, namely lying to... 
and misleading victims into purchasing business opportunities products to advance their non-existent online businesses. So you're not you're investing, but it's not going anywhere. Other right, you're than just in giving their money away. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then of course she sold it to someone overseas somewhere to try to evade the authorities. So Shaw undertook significant efforts to conceal her role in the business opportunity scheme. For example, Shaw, among other things, incorporated her business entities using third-party names. Mm, Where have we seen that before? Mm -hmm. And instructed other participants to do the same, used and directed others to use encrypted messaging applications to communicate with other participants, and made numerous cath cash withdrawals structured to avoid currency transaction reporting requirements. Shaw's smart. She's a seasoned criminal is what I was getting from all this. It's not, I mean, this lady's not stupid. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even know how to start all this BS. uh, What I didn't know until collecting the notes for this particular episode is uh, the star was in the middle of recording before skipping out on the taping of the show's reunion in New York City on December 16, 2022. So despite having been invited by Bravo and Real Housewives executive producer and reunion host Andy Cohen to appear. This was, of course, after Jen had pled guilty in July to fraud due to her involvement in a telemarketing scheme where she was initially arrested in March 2021, along with her assistant, Stuart Smith. That was during the second season of the show. So Shaw was basically arrested on camera. And I seen a little bit of this episode on YouTube because it's out there. You can watch the clips. (laughs) She ducked out on the cast during a trip, reportedly she was sitting in the van with the cast members headed to Vail, Colorado. But she received a phone call and says, and I quote, I got a bad case of diarrhea. Can you help me get my mic off? And quote. <laughs> Just kidding about the diarrhea she part. She said that uh, her husband was in the hospital. <laughs> That's what she said. Mm-hmm. The diarrhea part was made up by me. She did ask. <laughs> that would have been better. She did ask. I'm going to myself. <laughs> I think I just sharted. Get this mic off me. No, she did actually ask for help to get her mic off quickly. And then um, was later tracked down by federal authorities. And, of course, she was one of the six arrested at the time. And there is a video of her talking about getting arrested. That's the one I was referring to earlier. Where she's like, I'm not sitting with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm better than them. Yep. She was charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Because, of course, she was moving money around and had shell companies. So shortly after she was arrested, uh, Judge Sidney Stein set Shaw's bail at $1 million and gave her one week to pay the $250,000 bond in cash or property. So that would have been like the 10% or whatever that she's required to pay in order to get out. Mm -hmm. So in the summer of 2021, Shaw made her first request to dismiss her charges. And this is what I read. Per a legal filing from the New York 
Southern District, Shaw's team said the indictments fails to provide sufficient evidence to prove that she joined the conspiracy willfully and with the specific intent to defraud and to prove that fraudulent material promises were made to victims. Shaw's legal team argued per the legal filing that the signing of her Miranda waiver when she was arrested was involuntary, claiming that law enforcement Enforcement used deception and trickery to have her sign and that she was unable to read. <laughs> Let me finish. Uh-huh. The Miranda waiver due to having blurry vision because of dry contact lenses. It happens. According to Shaw, she had signed the wrong line. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, God. I almost fell out on my chair laughing when I read that. <laughs> In December 2021, Shaw made a request to dismiss her case, citing that she might not get a fair trial. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. <laughs> she was, she's been formally. Because, see, what happened was I did it, so. <laughs> you got me. I've seen all the evidence, and I think you got me. Yeah, and on second thought, I'll take a plea. Mm-hmm. She has been formally sentenced to 78 months or six and a half years uh, to prison for wire fraud. That happened in uh, January of 2022. She will also serve uh, five and a half years of supervised release upon coming out of prison. As part of the plea deal, charges of money laundering were dropped and Shaw agreed to forfeit $6.5 million and to pay restitution up to $9.5 million. She then stated that she was selling stuff that had no value in order to pay the money back. And I said January of 2022, but I meant 2023. All right. <laughs> in a statement provided to EW, Shaw's lawyer said, Jen Shaw deeply regrets the mistakes that she made and is profoundly sorry to the people she has hurt. Never. Jen- Never once seen that bitch be sorry. <laughs> Jen has faith in our justice system, understands that anyone who breaks the law will be punished, and accepts this sentence as just. Jen will pay her debt to society, and when she is free, when and when she is a free woman again, she vows to pay her debt to the victims harmed by her mistakes. She is scheduled to surrender February 17th of this year to begin her sentence. And she has constantly still been in the media, trying to stay relevant, I suppose but also talk a whole lot of shit about her arrest and what's happened to her. Mm-hmm. Jen Shaw, everyone. And did you see that she's going to the same prison that Elizabeth Holmes is going to? I did not see that. It could be besties. Aw. That's sweet. Friends forever. And they also told her she has to stop doing Botox before she... Her lawyer told her, you need to stop doing Botox before you go to court because you don't show any emotion. <laughs> Because I'm sure it was the Botox, not oh that she God. doesn't, not that she doesn't feel care. emotions, not that she doesn't care for other people. Oh my God! Yeah, I was kind of wondering because you can tell she's had a lot of work done to her totally. face. Um, and I know, like, once you start that stuff, you have basically to have going. to keep doing it. Otherwise, Botox I, is creepy. I've never done it normal. because I'm concerned. What if you have like an allergic reaction? Then what? Yeah, I mean, I know there's some people Plus that... Plus it hurts, and I'm a baby. Yes. Okay, at the end of the day, folks, I'll take the wrinkles <laughs> <And> over I... <laughs> the, being a, <laughs> poked in the face with a needle. 
<laughs> oh, 100%. I'm good. Uh, I know some people use it for migraines, which I've heard it does wonders for that. But, but I don't think they shoot you in the face, do they? No, no, no. I I think they there are specific places they oh, put it like, like up your jaw. in the forehead, I think, or something. But For migraines? I think so. But I, yeah, I'm not going to sh- be shooting collagen in my, they're just going to have to be thin and flat. And it is what it is. It people. is what it is. Yeah. That sort of thing. So I yeah. mean, not to brag or anything, but I did a filter on TikTok and it tells your face age and mine was 17. So I think I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> you also did that crazy filter uh, that tells you whether or not there's a ghost in your rooms in your houses, and there which was. creeps me out. I'm not doing that shit. But you know, the story of our house, it has some. There could be a ghost there. I'm just saying. I mean, if there's one in there, I don't want to know. Keep it a secret. Well, sometimes we wake up and the TV's on, so. Uh, That's happened here, too. But I say stay in your corner and I stay in mine. (laughs) You're free to watch all the TV you want when I'm sleeping. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) The dogs agree. Yeah, I think they're barking at the Amazon. They're in agreement uh, with me as well. (laughs) They always are. They know where their bread is buttered. They do. Yeah, this was kind of disappointing, to be honest. I mean, I don't hold these people to any kind of standard because whatever. But the level of, like, she just doesn't give a fuck is disturbing to me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't feel sad that she got what she got. Yeah, watching uh, some of the videos and as part of... The Real Housewives, too, because she's talked about it on other episodes since she got arrested. Um, right, but she's always dismissive. said she didn't do it. Yeah, she's been very dismissive. And then when it came out, like, oh, she's pleading guilty, Andy Cohen's like, wait, what? Yeah. Because she had been saying, I didn't do anything. I didn't do what they're saying. Like, Trying I... to pin it on Stuart. Yeah, because Stuart, of course, he got arrested. And I yeah. think he actually did his plea deal way before she did. Yeah, he flipped. He, and he was like, oh, no, He's we did smart. it. <laughs> and I got money out of this. Yep. And, and then he was going to get sentenced after her. And I haven't heard anything about mm-hmm. him getting sentenced. So, yeah. Have you? No. Nope. So, so we'll see. But yeah. I don't feel sorry for her. I and uh, I feel really sorry for the people. I saw uh, TikTok oh, again. It's horrible. Uh, with the victims, and it's really heartbreaking. It's not right. I mean, you purposely came up with a profile that said, yeah, we can get tons of money out of this person because they don't know what's going on. Yeah. So, and then you sold that to other, after you profited out of them and got what you wanted. This is a real sucker. Yeah, take this because you can probably squeeze some more money out of them. But that's disgusting. It is. And it's It's, repulsing. So not, I think you should go to jail and I don't feel bad. I feel no. bad that your family has to deal with your bullshit. That's what I feel bad about. Because yeah. they seem lovely. And the victims, I mean, it's sad. Like, to your point. You know, and then to have her... And then to constantly see her out there still blabbing away about the bullshit that she's saying is... That's another slap in the face. Mm-hmm. So, I hope you like your your beef sandwich. <laughs> Maybe you'll get a cheesesteak for your first night. <laughs> God. I mean, at this point, they could have a reality show with her and Chris Lee and Elizabeth, the new Charlie's Angels. <laughs> uh, yeah. And maybe any money they make could go to their victims. I'm in. Well, and then after, like, really reading exactly what she did, I kind of understand why Teresa was like, I'm not like her. So, but... 
I just do tax fraud, okay? I have standards. (laughs) I believe there's levels here. True. She didn't purposely swindle people out of money. Yeah, I mean, kind of, but inadvertently. It was like a different way. But she didn't sell, like, this is bad. Yeah, this This is is really really bad. bad. Mm -hmm. I do agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I was She's like, not okay. so sh- amazing, right, people? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I'm guilty of is being sh- amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, barf. <laughs> oh, boy. I did kind of see, too, and I was trying to go out to, to confirm or validate it through other media sources, but I did see one source actually say, that her husband was considering divorce. Oh, really? So I don't know how true that is, but... But he might be doing that, too, just so he's not, like, obligated to pay her bullshit. Yes, and I was kind of wondering, too, like, uh, because they do live in a extremely Mormon area, and he works for a school that is funded by the Mormons. So you think that would... So, reflect on him. Yeah, I don't know how, what sort of conversations he's had with his employers or how this has affected him professionally or whatever. But I could see where he might be like, look, you're fucking my shit up. We've mm-hmm. been married for a long time. But to your point, too, like, he probably doesn't want to be responsible for, and I don't know how much he knew about it. I feel yeah, like as a coach, they're pretty busy. So he may not debate. have known. But. And I'm not going to dismiss them like the customer service ladies that we've had. <laughs> uh, we don't dismiss them either. We say that as a joke. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Right. We don't know. There's no evidence to show that he was culpable for any mm-hmm. of the stuff that she was doing. And mm-hmm. I did see some clips where he, she was kind of getting on him for not being there for her. And he's like, look, I'm angry because I didn't know you were doing all this stuff. And now everything's coming out and it's really affecting the family. So <laughs> right. right You're fucking so. it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll probably see down the road if they stick it out or if he's like, I'm out. Peace, like, bitch. You know what? It's been a lot more quiet <laughs> since you've been gone. No drama. And not in a bad way. <laughs> and it is shamazing. <laughs> and now it is shamazing. <laughs> Peace. We'll see what happens. Oh, Lord. So, yeah. Yeah. That wraps up this one. Another happy episode. one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jen Shaw, do better. Yeah, don't be a jinshaw. That's don't. what I want to say. That's gross. Yeah. 100%. Ugh. Like, imagine if people were doing this to your grandma, for example. Ugh. Like, you really don't have a soul. You really don't. Yeah. If you can steal money off of someone who's, like, elderly. Yeah, sitting in their, probably their living room and sees a commercial or something and yeah. ad. Oh. And thinks, oh, I should put some of my money into that. Yeah. You know, don't. they call and. Just bury it in happens. the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no With shit. With some eggs. Or put it in between your mattresses. That's a good one. <laughs> the old mattress trick. <laughs> I've always liked that one. Hey, are you watching? We're done with that. I'm going to go okay, on let's, a tangent. Yeah, Are let's you watching The Last of Us? Oh, yes. We did watch the first episode. Did you play the game? Did the second one come out? Tomorrow. Oh, okay. No. Uh, we had this discussion with our kids because they, and I had seen the trailer when they first started mentioning that the series was going to come out, but we never played the game. Now, I have watched our youngest, Jello, play, play it. So I was familiar with the, the setup. Yes. Uh, but I've never played. I'm not a gamer. Same. So, um, it's but all 
Greek to us. Yes. I knew it was good because uh, two of the gamers in the family came forward and immediately was hounding us to be like, you have to watch this. It's so good. So um, we did watch the first episode. And holy crap. Yeah. It's really good. It's good. Yes. It's, uh, it caused me anxiety at the beginning. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. like that trying to escape. Well, they set us up a little bit. Everything was hunky-dory. And then the apocalypse happens. And there's some fucking weird body snatchers fungus thing fungus. going on. There's and a then- fungus among us. <laughs> It's pretty good, but I've never watched the. I'm not familiar with the game at all. But now, here we go again. Uh, somehow that's on my TikTok algorithm, so I get all these. The Last like, of Us stuff. Yeah, all these people talking about their theories for The Last of Us and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I so I knew his daughter was not going to survive. I did because not. all of the trailers and stuff that I've watched, she's not in it. Mm-hmm. So I, that well, was my first Well, we clue. were kind of confused by her being the girl from Game of Thrones. Oh, we were that, like, wait a second, yeah. but it was two different girls. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> in the trailer, they predominantly just show him and her together. Mm-hmm. and then The Game of Thrones girl? Yes, yeah. the Game of Thrones girls, uh, girl. And then when the first episode kicks off and you see who his daughter is, you're like, okay, wait, that's not who they're showing. Right. But then what that's when I was like, oh, she's going to die. I didn't get soon. that at all. So... Uh, I did not like that part. My spouse was kind of like, did you see that coming with the daughter? And I was like, I figured she was going to die because I didn't see her in any of the commercials <laughs> or anything, you know. So Me and your spouse are like, do do. <laughs> oh. Now, the way well, she took died. a very dark turn. Was very traumatic and Total. sad. I, the actress who played her did an amazing job mm-hmm. as well. I was yeah. very stunned at that whole scene and how they set it up. Um, and of course, I love him. I think he's a great actor. Yeah. Pedro. Pedro, yeah. Pascal. Yeah, Pascal. Game of Thrones. The Mandalorian. I guess. Uh, well, I won't say anything, but I won't say it. Oh, okay. Like, I well, heard some tea on TikTok. So don't say anything. I'm not yet. going to. I, I stop myself. I don't want to know anything yet. It seemed like I had. Oh, and I know you don't watch reality TV, but there is a show on Peacock called The Traders. I don't think I've heard of this one. It's a game, like a game show, sort of, like Survivor-ish. Okay. But at first when I watched it, I was like, this is the stupidest show I've ever seen. And then I got fucking sucked in, dude, and I watched the whole thing. It's like nine episodes. Oh, my God. And at the end, it turns into like a psychological mindfuck, and I think he would really like it. Oh, really? Because it starts off with a ton of people. I don't even know how many, but a lot. And they're all, like, from The Bachelor or Survivor or there's, like, a below deck person. Okay. Which I know you Brandy watch Brandy from Real Housewives is on there. Okay. Uh, that sort of – and some people I don't know because I don't watch, like, Big Brother and that sort of thing. But it's all those types of people. Okay. So it starts off with these people and then they do, like, a heads up, seven up type of thing. Which, and they pick – That game was the bomb. <laughs> I picked three people Huge to be rack. the traders. So no one knows but these three people that they've been picked okay. as traders. Okay. So they do like little projects or like little um you know missions where okay. you gotta do a certain thing, Task blah blah blah. Or whatever. And then they vote off somebody after that as a full group, they vote off somebody that they think is a traitor. Okay. 
And so, like, at the beginning, there's wild guessing because you just got here yeah, and you I don't, don't know. know. And they did the heads up seven up. You don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> they vote off a person. One of my favorite games. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, like, when I was a I'm kid. I'm like, they're doing this, like, heads up seven up? Really? Okay. Do you remember playing that? Yeah. And then, like, you would On try to days. figure out, like, how the finger felt. <laughs> You'd be like, I think I know oh, who that is. Yeah. <laughs> So they pick three people. Oh, and it's hosted by Alan Cumming. Cummings. Okay. And it's in a castle, like in Scotland or somewhere. Okay, so they immediately vote off one person, which you're like, who cares? Because the game just started. And guess what? It's not a traitor because you don't know. So then the traitors meet up. So they know who each other is. Oh, so then we see who the traitors are. And then every night they pick one person to get, quote, murdered, which gets kicked off. Okay. So then the next morning at breakfast, you're like, oh, who's who got murdered? So, like, the people that aren't traitors are like, oh, God, who was it? <laughs> so then the traitors have to act all, con- you know, yeah, oh, surprise. Like, oh, it was shit. this guy. Poker face. Oh, we hated that guy anyway. Good riddance. <laughs> but, dude, it gets so, it's just gets so psychological. And the way they play it, I hi- I think you would really like it. It sounds intriguing. I might check out. I but you gotta watch give. a couple because yeah. at the beginning I was like, "This is so dumb," and I even told Chris, "This is so dumb." And then I was like, <clears throat> "And he goes, are you still watching?'" I go, "Dude, I'm all in. I'm all in on this show. It, I can't look away." We usually give a show like two to three episodes yeah, before same, we say three. go or cancel. We say three. Um, so we might check that one out. I think I already told you we've been watching. Uh, loot. We're almost done okay, with Maya yeah. Rudolph, which I, like I fucking show. love that show. Um, and then also we started watching on Hulu This Fool, which is based out of Los Angeles, and it's like a This um, Fool. Yeah, it's a so <laughs> it's uh like based around this Mexican family that lives in Los Angeles, uh-huh. and the son, the main characters are. The son and then his cousin that grew up together and now they're adults. Well, the the one son, he actually works at a nonprofit that helps people reentering the community from prison. Uh-huh. And his cousin has just come out. And so it's all about like his case management with his cousin. Okay. It's so hilarious. And I watched a weird documentary now I can't think of the name of it. Damn it. I'll have to table that for next time. Okay. But it was like I'm like, oh, that maybe we could do a story on this, this story, but then I at the end I'm like, well, was it real or not? So <laughs> I have to like do some further, uh, that uh, research. No, oh I was gosh. like the way that it's you'd have to watch it. Oh, but, okay. Like part of the story is true, and then part I of see it what isn't. You're saying, yeah. And so I was like, but wait a second, where's the reality? And where's on? the fiction? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, we'll table that for another episode. Another day. All right. Uh, do you have anything else that you would like no, to mention for this that episode? Is all. Okay. That is all I have. Well, peeps, I think that's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed Jen Shaw, her <laughs> amazing crimes and um, victimization. And <laughs> victimization and not allegedly because she said she's guilty. <laughs> oh, no, she did it. She t- 100%. Jen Shaw did it. Uh, and. <laughs> The library with a bunch a of people's help. <laughs> and her. With a list of victims. College and fat lips. 
that I want to see what she looks like after she doesn't get her Botox. Yeah, I feel guilty for saying that, but that was one of my first thoughts. Is her face going to start melting? Yeah, I was like, okay, bitch, take that. You're not going to have. That's like punishment. Any of those fillers, things are just going to start melting. It's going to look like a hot mess. This is going to be great. (laughs) Justice. No more Janice for you, Justice, everyone on old dirty benches. (laughs) Vigilante justice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have a good one. Catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.